On this episode of Maiden Order, we talk about the third song off the first Iron Maiden album and the first single released by Iron Maiden, Running Free. Oh, welcome to Maiden Order, my Iron Maiden podcast. I talk about each Maiden song from their first one to the last. Every single episode's devoted to one song. So I hope that you keep listening. They really aren't that long. In April of 1980, Iron Maiden released their first album, the self-titled Iron Maiden. But it was two months earlier, on February 8th, 1980, that Iron Maiden released Running Free as its first single. Running Free was written by Steve Harris and Paul Diano. It was performed by Paul Diano on lead vocals, Steve Harris on bass and backing vocals, Dennis Stratton on guitars and backing vocals, Dave Murray on guitars, and Clive Burr on drums. Produced by Will Malone, again, his only Iron Maiden job as producer. Here's a little something I got from the uh, always correct Wikipedia. Uh, there's a, this is the first Iron Maiden song to have a Wikipedia page. Uh, the first two, um, Prowler and Remember Tomorrow, do not have their own page, but Running Free does. And it says, according to vocalist Paul Diano, who wrote the songs and lyrics, it is a very autobiographical song. Though, of course, I've never spent the night in an L.A. jail it's about being 16 and, like it says, just running wild and running free. It comes from my days as a skinhead. You know, it's weird reading a quote from Paul Diano. Um, I want to try to do his voice. I want to do his accent. It'd be like, it's a very autobiographical song. And of course, I've never spent days in L.A. jail. It's about being 16 and, like it says, just running wild, running free. It comes from my days as a skinhead. Um, there, that was my that was my first real attempt at doing a Paul Diano, uh, and it just it just felt like I had to do it. So, according to this, uh, which I think was from Mick Wall's Iron Maiden biography, it says that Paul Diano wrote the lyrics uh, to "Running Free." So, why don't we go through the lyrics? Why don't we just read the lyrics? Uh, and I think this is the first one where we don't repeat a verse like the verse doesn't come back and uh, you know the first verse isn't used as the last verse which happened in prowler and i believe in remember tomorrow yes it's been two weeks since i listened to that. i listened to that song so much recording and putting together that um episode 
and I haven't listened to it since. And I've been listening to a lot of Running Free today, I'll tell you that. So let's go through the lyrics. I'm not going to do a uh, Paul Diano voice for this. Just 16, a, a pickup truck. I'm out of money. I'm out of luck. I've got nowhere to call my own. Hit the gas. And here I go. Nothing. There's nothing here that is like, ooh, I wonder what he meant by this. I wonder what he meant by saying he's just 16 with a pickup truck. He's out of money and out of luck. I wonder what that means. It means, I think it means literally what it says. You know, just being a young guy with no money, nothing to do, want to be a hellraiser. And, uh, you know, you got no way to call my own, hit the gas, and here I go. It's just like, literally, he's running free. Yeah, he's running free. So then the chorus goes, I'm running free, yeah. I'm running free. I'm running free, yeah. Oh, I'm running free. Goes on to say, spent the night in an L.A. jail and listened to the sirens wail. They ain't got a thing on me. I'm running wild. I'm running free. I mean, again, very simple, basic stuff. This feels like the most, is this the most punk Maiden song? Like, I mean, it's definitely the most punk Maiden song so far. It's just, you know, doesn't, we don't have that Iron Maiden gallop yet. There's no, it's just like a, just very direct, very in your face. And the verses are very simple. You know, there's nothing crazy about it. It's just punch you in the face. Here's a song. Here's a chorus we can all relate to being young and uh, running wild and running free. Okay, I can relate to being young. I didn't really run, run wild. I didn't really run free. I never had a pickup truck. I never was in jail. I've been out of money. Um, I have hit the gas on my car. I was 16 once. Um, I have heard sirens rail, but usually I just pull over to the side of the road so that those sirens let, let, the, let the policemen go by and not bother me. So um, the the final verse, because again, not a lot of lyrics. Not You can see some Iron Maiden songs in the future that I'm going to be like reading for days, but uh, not, not, not yet. So it says, pull it here at the bottle top, whiskey, dancing, disco hop. So the bottle top sounds to me like it's some sort of bar. Maybe it's a famous club or a famous bar. Pull her here, does that mean like pull over, I guess? Now all the boys are after me, and, th- and that's the way it's going to be. Now that's an interesting line. Now all the boys are after me, and that's the way it's going to be. Um, like, because he's going to get the shit beat out of him? Like, it's not like he like guys are interested in him. It's not, that's not what he's writing. I think it's like um, that, you know, they're there to, he's there to start a fight. Because he's freaking Paul Diano, and all the boys are after him. Uh, he, he pull her here at the w- bottle top. Maybe that means something. Pull her here. I don't. I don't know exactly what that means. Okay. Um, through the magic of editing, I hit pause and I looked up on Genius.com, and it says pulled her at the bottle top. So while my original lyrics that I found said pull her here at the bottle top it's saying pulled her at the bottle top maybe it's pull her here I don't know this it, but it seems to me that now I understand 
Um, he's got a girl there, uh, and he's partying and raising hell, and uh, that's where these boys want to beat him up now, because there's a young lady involved. Oh, Paul Diano, you troublemaker. And then it, it just kind of finishes with, I'm running wild, I'm running free, I'm running wild. Oh, I'm running free. I'm running. I'm running. I'm running. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Very basic, very direct, but very effective. You could see that this song was going to be a fan favorite in live shows because very easy to sing along to. So the whole crowd could be singing along with run in and I'm running free. Yeah. And those are the lyrics for running free. I always try to come up with some sort of personal anecdote for these songs. What does this song make me think of? Uh, What does it remind me of? And this one was tough. You know, I was like, okay, I'm putting this song on. What's the first thing I think of? And it just, I, it honestly, it brings me back to buying this tape. And I feel like uh, I bought it at a strawberries, but then I don't know if I bought it at Strawberries. I feel like I bought it at Strawberries in Haverhill, Massachusetts, but I don't even know if there was one there. I have this memory of being in this Building 19 parking lot. Now, if you don't know what Building 19 is, they were like a like a, a, a store where you can get a lot of cheap stuff. Uh, and they were all over the place in, in like Massachusetts. I don't think any of them exist anymore. Uh, but there's still an empty one in Haverhill, Massachusetts. And that parking lot is where I remember having this song, this album on. I feel like we went out with my family for dinner uh, and um, this album came on. And this, this song, this album specifically makes me think of this. So it's like, um, not even a concert. Like, it doesn't even, have, like, I'm thinking even the live version. What does it remind me of? And it's like, you know, um, Two different things, actually, for the, for when I think about it. The live one actually gives me a, diff- a very specific uh, memory. Um, and we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> Running Free was Iron Maiden's first single. Now, I said that Prowler wasn't released as a single, but in Japan, it was. Actually, Running Free was the B-side to Prowler in Japan. But... To me, Japanese releases are always their own kind of thing. It's always like, oh, this was an extra on the Japanese album, or this, their the Japanese album had a different order of things. Because, like, Japanese releases were just always a little different. So I'm not counting Prowler as a single because it was released in Japan. Uh, but the actual single for um, Running Free uh, was released in 1980 on a 7-inch single. And the coolest thing uh, to me about the running free single is the B-side. Step down. 
Burning Ambition is a song written by Steve Harris. It was recorded in November of 1979 at the Wessex Studios with producer Gary Edwards. And Iron Maiden at this time was a four-piece band. This was before Dennis Stratton or Clive Burr joined the band. This is one of the few recordings and the only officially released recording to feature Doug Sampson on drums. And Dave Murray's playing all the guitars on this. And it actually didn't uh, appear on an album until it was part of the Best of the B-Sides compilation. Oh, and guess what else? It actually joins the uh, group of Iron Maiden songs where the third verse, the last verse, is just the first verse again. The lyrics, so you think you can own me? Well, you better just think again. You you better watch your step now, woman, because I ain't like those other men. There's something burning inside me that makes me want to be free. And when I get these feelings, honey, you better keep away from me. The second verse just says, There's things in life now, baby, that I know I've got to do, and I need your love now, baby, to help me see it through. So you think you can own me? Own me? Well, you better just think again. You better watch your step now, woman, because I ain't like those other men. Um, Yeah, so, I mean, even that is just repeating some of the lyrics from the first verse. Very, um, they said this was written by Steve Harris back before he was even in Iron Maiden. Like when he was in Gypsy's Kiss, his his band before that. What, a, what a terrible name! Um, and this song is actually, it's a fun little song, and it's got some cool little licks. It reminds me of like, almost like a little some Samson that I've heard in that. Um, it's just, it just doesn't sound like Iron Maiden, right? Isn't that cool? Like it doesn't feel like Iron Maiden. It doesn't sound like Iron Maiden. Um, and it just, it has, it's got a little punk to it. Uh, and it's about like loving a woman and being with a woman. There's just not a lot of Iron Maiden songs like that. Uh, so that's Burning Ambition. I thought it'd be really cool to share the B-side with you guys. But let's get back to Running Free. Running Free has been a staple to the live Iron Maiden show all the way back in from 1980, from 1979, up until today. This first example of a live version of Running Free is from 1979, and it's from the BBC Radio 1 archives. It's one of what's got the first bit of television we ever did. See, sir, something you don't put your hands together to. It's a song called Running Free. This next one, I couldn't find much information on it. Come on, up the back, come on. It was labeled on YouTube as Running Free Live 1980. 
So much faster. I love how raw and bootlegged this audio sounds. Metal music was dead. They come from West Ham. Their name is Iron Maiden. And they got something which they're doing live in the studio for you. It's called Running Free. This is from a 1980 Top of the Pops uh, show. I'm not sure how much of it is live, but Paul is definitely singing. Most of that, if not all of that, is live. You know, I'm, it's funny playing the live version of the same song over and over again. Oh, listen to this one. It sounds slightly different. But um, I, I'd like to give just a little taste of something that sounded raw, something that sounded, uh, you know, even before the album came out, uh, and then something that's a little more polished, like Top of the Pops. And I'd be remiss if I didn't include the last time Paul Diano uh, recorded with Iron Maiden in a live setting. It was captured on the EP Maiden Japan. I want you to sing for me. Again, how fast are they going? I love this version because, well, it sounds great. Uh, they have great energy and they're just going fast. They're kicking ass. I remember as a kid, I thought, oh, I have both of the um, live Iron Maiden albums, uh, Made in Japan and Live After Death. It wasn't for years that I realized this was just an EP and it wasn't considered a live album. Now, Running Free, as I said, it was released as a single, but it was also released as a live single. But it wasn't Paul on vocals. I am almost positive the first time I heard Running Free Live was from 1985's Live After Death. Just 
I mentioned before about having a personal story about this version of the song. And uh, it's really because I listen to this song and I listen to Live After Death so much when I was in the hospital back in eighth grade. Uh, nothing serious. I fell playing street hockey and I broke my elbow. I ended up having surgery on my arm. I was in the hospital for over a week. Uh, and in doing so, I got a lot of great uh, Iron Maiden gifts. My grandmother went and bought me Number of the Beast at a record store. My grandmother. And um, my parents bought me Alive After Death, which I listened to like crazy. Look, I know. Uh, Running Free is a Paul song. It just is. I mean, hearing it with Bruce um, is awesome. But it is a Paul song. It's so raw. And um, it's just, it's it's so punk that um, it just belongs to Paul Diano. That being said, I love the quality and the sound of Live After Death. It is so friggin' good. And this just... Just hearing this makes me feel like a little kid again. And I love that uh, you see the rare moment where Iron Maiden doesn't just stick to the script and play the song live. Let's listen to it. I love this. Four Night Long Beach. You heard that right? They played four nights in a row in Long Beach, California. We're gonna chop the audience in two. We're gonna have all the guys in a line down here. Right? We're gonna have all the people on the right hand side around these balconies, right? And all the people on the floor on the right hand side around here, right? Now let me hear a scream from all the people on the right hand side. My original. Um, idea was playing this whole thing through but we're talking like it's like five six minutes of this um and i just can't play the whole thing it's just bruce playing to the crowd and like like the band's just kind of playing and he's getting the crowd to sing getting the crowd to go crazy and um you don't you don't see that uh you see a lot of it like in the song while the song's going on now but you don't see a lot of like with iron maiden you don't see a lot of like them doing something completely different with the song and just kind of bringing the crowd into it. So this was really cool to see, really cool to, re to revisit because I haven't heard this version in a long time. I forgot all about this. According to Setlist FM, Iron Maiden hasn't played Running Free Live 
since 2013. I saw them play it live. The last time was in 2012. Um, I might have seen them play it live multiple times. But according, to, again, to Setlist FM, Iron Maiden has played Running Free Live 1,038 times. What I'd like to do now is play a few cover versions of Running Free for You. This first one is from an EP called Straight Out of Burbank, which was released on Record Store Day in 2015 by the band Stone Sour. All right. going to be perfectly honest with you um i like this this is a cool cover um and i'm saying this as a guy who doesn't care about stone sour doesn't care about Corey taylor and actively dislikes the band slipknot yes you heard me here first i know Corey taylor seems like a kind of a cool guy i can tell he can sing i mean i've heard him do covers i've heard him do some stone sour songs i couldn't name one of them for you um, and I've heard some things, he, heard him do some things that I like. And then I go and blab my mouth and it's like always, always Corey Taylor this, Corey Taylor that. And it's like, oh, let's hear it from Corey Taylor. It's like, no, I don't care about his opinion on uh, this new album or that new album. And I have to actively, I have to say I am actively a disliker of Slipknot. It just does nothing for me. And hitting trash cans. I don't care. It does I know those guys are probably really good musicians, and um, and they have the fun gimmick of putting their masks on and, and banging trash cans. Um, but and and I actually I have to say, okay, so they put out a new album, and I heard it, and I was like, okay, I can, I can, this isn't bad, this isn't bad. But again, I couldn't tell you the name of the song. I couldn't tell you. Any, I wait and bleed, right? Wasn't that their first song? And from there, it just kind of they have done nothing to me. It's just. I don't know if I'm too old or if it's just not my style, but again, I see it's, I'll put it with Corn, I'll put it with Slipknot, I'll put it with my cousin Matt. All, those are all his bands. He can have those bands over there, Matthew. Um, but yeah, but this is cool. I, I enjoy this. Even the ending, yeah, he nailed it. I have to give thumbs up to Corey Taylor and Stone Sour for uh, that version. But again, that version is just like it's a cover of the song. There's nothing special about it. Uh, this next one is a little weirder, and I just like it. I just like it more. This is from a German heavy metal band called Grave Digger, who apparently have been around for 40 years since 1980 have been putting out albums since 1984 and have 20 albums all the way up until 2020 they keep putting out albums at one point they changed their name just to digger 
Then they put it back to Gravedigger, and this is a Japanese bonus track off their 2001 album, The Gravedigger. I know nothing about this band, and now I want to know everything about them. I mean, considering their their name is Gravedigger, at one point they called themselves just Digger, then it went back to Gravedigger. Um, so in the 80s, they released Heavy Metal Breakdown, Witch Hunter, War Games, Stronger Than Ever under the name Digger. Then years later, in 93, they came back with The Reaper, Heart of Darkness, Tunes of War, Knights of the Cross. Excalibur, The Gravedigger, that's the one that, this is a Japanese um, bonus track. Rheingold, The Last Supper, Liberty or Death, Ballad of the Hangman, The Clans Will Rise, Clash of the Gods, Return of the Reaper, Return of the Reaper, um, and Healed by Metal, The Living Dead, and Fields of Blood. This is bonkers. Um, And they remind me of Sabaton, the guy singing, and... Uh, I, I I don't know what to say. This guy is this guy even the, still the singer? Yeah, Chris Bortal has been the vocals since 1980. What is he? 150 years old. I mean, this is amazing. This is what I need in the cover. Something weird. Something where the guy can barely speak English. Uh, I am totally in on this. This next one's a little weird. Uh, this is a, well, at least Wikipedia is calling it a stoner metal band. Uh, but I've read that they don't really like being called stoner metal man. Um, from Athens, Greece, there's a band called Night Stalker, who I know so little about. They're still around. They started in 1989. Uh, give a listen. me it sounds like what if sabbath early sabbath did a did a running free did an iron maiden song the guy doesn't sound like ozzy but he has that kind of like early ozzy like just the style of the way he's singing um that if you heard ozzy singing this like this to this music you'd be like oh wow that's pretty cool um i don't know what stoner rock is but i looked up some of their songs and they were just like all like do like really slow and starting up slow. And I was like, oh, kind of like hippy dippy hard rock. Um, is that what the Deftones are? There's another band I don't know anything about. Um, 
but I, just, I wanted to include this one just because it was very different. It was so different. It doesn't sound like your, your prototypical heavy metal band um, doing an Iron Maiden song. Uh, and I thought it was really cool to include. So the first two episodes I've shared, what did I share? Three covers uh, of Prowler, three covers of Remember Tomorrow. And um, I've just played for you three covers of uh, Running Free. But personally, I could not live with myself if I didn't include a fourth cover of Running Free. And the reason being is that for years, this cover song, that I don't even know how I got it, has been in my iTunes uh, and in my musical rotation for years. We're going back to Germany. Circa 2003, I think. Uh, I found something that says this was recorded in 2003 from the German metal band Iron Savior. This is easily my favorite of all the covers. It is just flashy. It is big. Uh, it is powerful. It is German power metal. I'm running free. So as we come to a close, I thought it was only fitting to close the show the same way we opened the show, and that's with the actual song, the song that inspired this entire episode, Running Free. Um, I want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for subscribing and sticking with me. Uh, This is every other week we've been doing this now, and um, I plan on keeping going for, uh, for as long as I can possibly go. Um, it's kind of crazy right now. So if you're listening in the future, hopefully things are better. But right now, the world's a little crazy. You know, I'm um, I'm working from home constantly. My wife is working from home. We don't leave the house except to um, go grocery shopping or to walk our dog because it's um, crazy coronavirus time. So if you're listening to this now, you know what's going on. But in the future, you may be going back and going, oh, my goodness, that is uh, that was then. Or maybe you're saying, oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm from the future, and I found a document on when the world ended, and it's from this dummy who's doing a podcast on Iron Maiden. Oh, God, I'm doing the sign of the cross right now. There's no way the world's ending. But it is, it is a weird, weird and wacky time, and I appreciate you taking uh, you know 40 minutes or so out of your life and listening to this every couple weeks. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Maiden Podcast, and you can email the show at maidenpodcast at gmail.com. 
And also, I want to let you know that you can actually leave a message with the show. You don't have to call us. You can do this right through our website, right through the, the anchor.fm slash maiden slash message. That's anchor.fm slash maiden slash message. Uh, and there's a link in the show notes. Uh, and you can do it right through your phone, right through your browser, um, where you can leave a message for us. Uh, and if you leave it and it's really cool, we'll play it on the show. Uh, again, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing. Uh, and until next time, up the irons. Fans not experts.